Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, we have a big surprise here. Maybe I'll skip this, uh, the whole email thing. We'll see if we have. First, I want to say, okay, you know what? We'll do this. Yesterday, we had a guest sitting right over here. And his name was Rabbi Rothman, Rabbi Sroll Rothman. You have here next to him, Bensi Lubelski and Gideon Jaffe, right? Jaffe. Okay. But the one all the way on the left. Rabbi Yisrael Rothman. Yesterday I finished davening. I come outside and his wife is waiting for me. She's like, oh no. She's like, I'm here to tell you that my husband hasn't been to Eretz Yisrael for 52 years. He has anxiety, he can't go on a plane. How did she get him to come? She said, if you go on a plane, you'll go to Elishir. She said, okay, I'm in. And he's standing, he says, yeah, MS, 52 years. So he's going to come. I wish I would have known. You, you want to see the picture here? It's not wrong. <laughs> that was scary. Okay. We have, in the same hot seat, we have Ibshuli Wasertile. That's how you, that's how you pronounce it. He's here. He has a surprise. No, what do you got? Lilu Nishmas, your wife, who is Nifteris, what, a year and a, not, not even a year? Tess Thomas. Tess Thomas, wow. Okay. He's writing a Sefer Torah. And who's the first one that wrote it in Eretz Yisrael? Me, okay. Ishkoyach. No, I'm just kidding. What do I do? Actually, yesterday. Well, you should have told me. I would have gone to the maker this morning. Many guys by the writing do not. Wow, it's beautiful. This is nice. Just put it in. Put it inside a second. Inside. How do you know you're the cipher? No, I watched them. I watched them yesterday all day. First one was Baruch Mordechai Chazrafi. Wow, Baruch Mordechai Chazrafi. Just let it touch no. the end. the end of the cup. Fine. And take your. Do I have to say, you have to make me a shliach or something? No, no, no. You have to say, Hareini koisev l'shem mitzvah k'siva sefer Torah. Hareini koisev l'shem mitzvah k'siva sefer Torah. You want to take the aleph? Do the aleph early. Wow. They, they, but, just they, touch they, it with a circle and just, just circle slowly. Rotate it, that's it. Works better on circle. Press, don't want to go press. Perfect. No, I don't want to mess it up. So I don't worry about it. Of course. Okay. Fine. Know, they don't. He's going to do his thing very good. Very good. He did an aleph shine. Wow. The Zeich and Ishmas. Eka Ednot Tsipiro. Bas. Moishe Menachem Alevi. Moishe Menachem Alevi. Wow. It's a beautiful Sevetairo. Unbelievable. Oh. Don't worry. That's not from you. Your Aleph is higher. It's unbelievable what's going on there. You should, everybody should look on Simchas Torah, what the Sifr Torah looked like at the end, the last, last Pesukim. Wow. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Okay. Which one? Aleph. Ellie, Ellie. All right. Yishkoyach, thank you very much. Beautiful. Okay. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yishkoyach Godol, thank you. Face to face. Yeah.
Um, real quickly, Shalom from Sydney, Australia. I want to let you know you have a couple of steadfast fans in Sydney, Australia. I've always wanted to commit to the DAF and never managed to make it a reality over the years. It was difficult with raising children working. Until a couple of months ago, when my brother in law, Irin Brill, started learning the DAF with MDY and introduced me to MDY. It wasn't long before I got hooked on your daily DAF sessions. Good morning, Raboisai, your wonderful, inclusive approach to learning. Iyum Betoiro, with gentle good humor. Musur! Ay, vavoy. Nachman, you heard the joke yesterday? I know. The, a, a kid came home with a book. Uh, what's the name of the book of uh, Rev Grossman? Living Legend. And he says, I want this book in school. So his father says, who is it about? He goes, it's about Rev Nachman Seltzer. <laughs> now they got the joke. You weren't here yesterday? Uh, I said it yes. Okay. Um, okay. What else he wants to know? Oh, he's coming there to stroll. So we're looking forward. Stephen Tao, we're looking forward from Sydney, Australia. And Raboisai. If you didn't make a seum on Mesechtes Yivomis and you're in America, you're invited to start Mesechtes Ksubis in the 15,000 square foot tent in some, I don't know his name, backyard and deal on the, on the ocean. It's going to be an unbelievable event. Over 450 people signed up already. So you better sign up quickly before space runs out. What about Hadron? It's a Minigan deal, apparently. There's a Minigan deal. Oh, you have to bid on the Hadron. We're bidding on Hadron. Very good. Anybody bid yet? One bid so far, $10,000. One bid. No, Nachman? Five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Nachman, it's five bucks. If we pay for his ticket, business class, he'll pay five bucks for the hydrogen. Shkoyach. This guy has an amazing idea. Ruven Taber, you should consider a raffle for two LL tickets to the Seum. I considered it. If he pays for it, Givaldi. <laughs> tickets need to be priced, and the tickets to get in, he says, need to be priced so everyone watch. Everybody has ideas here. So everyone could afford it. They are, I think they're charging $49. How much is the ticket? $49. Because if they said $50, people might think that it's $50. Now they say $49.99. You get the, yeah. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Seam itself, you can auction brunch with you the day after the Seam. No, no, we're going to auction the Hadron. It's a better idea. Let people who want to bid know beforehand. Ruben Tabor, Tabor. Oh. When a guy, I got this from a number of people, including Lauren, this is from Yisrael Goldstein. When a guy opens the car door for a woman, either it's a new wife or a new car. <laughs> Lots of love, really anticipating your visit. Um, da -da 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 -da. Oh, here, one more, because I got this a number. There was a guy here, I forgot his name, a chassid, I think a Ger chassid from Staten Island. He had the same aura, and it seems to be irking a lot of people. I live this year almost daily. But they made a dab and listen, when, uh, can you start it over again? Great. P.S. I really enjoyed the live share. Every Shavuos. And say a comment. When you start learning, you usually say you're holding. You're not supposed to say you're holding. You're supposed to say where you're up to, not where you're holding. And I didn't get told Kyle Nuss, Staten Island, that grew up in Lakewood. So, first of all, in Hebrew, in Lashon Kodesh, everybody says, Ani Ochezkan. In Yiddish, Mahalta. In English, we're holding here. Now, it irks a lot of people. 
So maybe there's a makar for it, maybe not. I was just thinking this morning, Eitz chayimi lamachazikim bo, you hold it. I don't know, maybe there's another reason. But if it irks you, too bad. I'm not changing. Weiter, <laughs> now we can move this out of the way. Rabbi Yisrael, in the middle of a Gishmaka Sugya, today is very, we're starting a new parak all about Chalitza, the details. Oh, what's your name? Yoel Moshe? Mordechai I'm supposed to come to your Bar then I know him. Over there. I don't know if I could talk. I don't know if I could speak. I don't know about that. That's a different story. Okay. Oh, Paris, we got to talk about the Parnassim. We have plenty of time. Only have a daf and a half today. The coil sponsor, Latzalka, Komishpach, MDY, Aaron Framilis, Chuskit, New Panos, Seattle, Shemaya, and Atzalka, Rebelli. By the lack of loving families like New Jersey, because Tarjus Bezgula, Lila Nishmas Chai, Bas Yosef, Rufur Shlemah, Vachani, Yechevet, Avia, Bas Shifr Chaya. Then the wife family, Lili Nishmas, Shimshin Weiss, Shimshin Ben Meshulam Dov, Zechorin Levrachah. Basil Klug, Lili Nishmas, Svi Moshe Ben Shalom Yaakov, Heshi Jacob, ES5 on his yard site. Very, very Choshev Yid. We have a lot of Akkar Satoyev, the Atzala guys, especially the founding members. He was the founder of the Lower East Side Atzala and served as the president of New York City Atzala for over 20 years. One of the people most responsible for making Atzala what it is today. Ari Slavsky for my 60th birthday to thank the for all his unbelievable chesed, mazel tov, mazel tov. Biz 120 or more. Ari Slavsky for my 60th, oh, he said already. Rene and Philip Byrne on the yard side of Pesi Paganitz, Pesachayim Ben Yosef. Welcome Moshe Sianov, Sianov to the daf. It's never too late to start. No, it isn't. Shai Rosenthal, in honor of the Itzkos family, visiting in the Y today from Queens and Muncie. You're visiting here? We have Shomalaychim in the back. Oh, that's for you? Ah, Shomalaychim. What's your name again? I'm bringing you to my two grandchildren. How are you doing, grandchildren? You're related to Yochanan and those guys? Or not related? Shai Rosenthal, But it's a different Itzkos. Shomalaychim. Welcome. From where? Hugh Garden Hills. Hugh Garden Hills. Grandchildren also? Monsi. Monsi. Oh. Ah, so In honor of this whole family. I today from Queens and Monsi. Givaldi. Now I hop. Okay. More. Who do we have? Shomalaychem. What's your name? Gelgo. Gelgo? How? Come inside. Come, come inside. I can't hear you all the way from the door. From where? Cape Town, South Africa, come ahead, come ahead, Cape Town, South Africa. Well, we'll start the shear in a half hour or so. Come, come, what do you, there's a seat right over here next to me. By the way, there's a South African that sits here every day, Mendy Oyerbach, he's not here, take a seat. Come, come in. Okay, so we're middle of a sugya. We had an uh, unbelievable maisa, there was 10 koihanim, 10 koihanim, one of them left the group, had relations with somebody, and they had a kid. So we know that the kid is 100% a koyan. Yet, Shmuel Paskins, no avoidan the base amigdosh, nothing. So the Gemara asked the question from this case. Let's see if we have the case. We don't have the case. No, not that one. So we have a case. Shalom Aleichem. Again, so what's your name up close? Say it nice and uh, for an American. Sion Gelgor. Sion Gelgor. Ah. And Shalom Aleichem, you are? Mayor Gelgor. Mayor with the same name, Givaldi. Okay. Excellent, from Cape Town. Welcome. How's it going? Do people know about the shear in Cape Town? Yeah. Yeah? Lots, okay. Whew, okay. Bezer Shem. Did you come here straight before the Kaisal? He wants to know. Or you were at the Kaisal already? 
Uh, so you're not, you're not die hard. You're not die hard yet. There's, one day, one day. Okay. So we have two cases. What's the difference between the two cases? We know for a fact who the Kayin is, but we don't know who his father is. Yet the same exact case, when you have a brother who died, and the brother performs Yibam, and out comes a Kayin baby, but we don't know who the father is, because they got married too close together, the Gemara on that says, the kid could be a Kayin Gadol. But we don't know who the father is. So what's the difference between that case and the Ten Kayhanim? The answer is, the Gemara says, because the Ten Kayhanim was Nus. The Yivama, the Yavam, he tried to be Mekayim a mitzvah, he just messed up, he didn't wait three months. Her original husband was married to Kedushin. So the Gemara says, is that true? And that's where we're holding basically 17 lines from the bottom. Eim Sefer. It says in our Mishnah, who Eim Metamah Lehem Ve'eim Einam Metamah Loi. So if you look at the chart, let's say you have a case of Tukuhanim. 17 lines from the bottom. You have two fathers and a Suffolk down there. You have Shimon the Suffolk. He doesn't know who his father is. And it says that if Shimon goes bye-bye, the two fathers should not become tummy to, to Shimon. And if the fathers go bye-bye, he should not become tummy to them. Now the question is, They don't know who the real father is. They should not go to his funeral. Each one says to himself, I don't know if he's my son. I can't become tummy. Elohu, what exactly happened here? Elohu, am I? Why can't he go to their funerals? Okay, he cannot go to the guy all the way to the left's funeral because maybe he's not his father. Why can't he go to the first guy's funeral? If he's the first guy all the way to the right son, Shapiru kometamale. He could be metamatem. It's his father. He's one of the seven kroyb. Vi bar basrahu. And if he is the son of the second guy, shabikometamale. He could go to his funeral anyway. Why the chalalhu? How did his mother, the five towner, marry the second kayin? If he's still alive, if the kayin on the right is still alive, how did five towner get to marry another man? Ah, oh, he divorced her. Divorced. Then Suffolk man is a chalal. If he comes from the second kind, then he's a chalal. He could go to anybody's funeral. And if he's not from the second kind, he's from the first kind, then it's his father. He could go to the funeral. So when Manav Shachi go to the funeral, why does the mission say he can't go to the first guy's funeral? El Alav, so we have to say biznus. What happened was, they never got divorced, they never got married. The kind on the right, he had a relation with Five Towner. Biznus. MMA She's not a divorcee. She went, she got married to the coin. So Suffolk's not a chalal. If they never got divorced, he's not a chalal. Yes, it sounds crazy. He was born from a, a relationship, a pony with a pnuya, but that doesn't make him a chalal. So, no, not at all. Not at all. Why is he a mamzer? They just didn't get married. There's no, there's no isadar raisa according to Lattery in China. So, what? We're not, where's the yibum? We're not talking about yibum here. Uh, Yibam for father's kid. Okay, not going into that. El Allah business. So you hear, before you wanted to differentiate and say that when, when one coin came from a group of 10 men and his mezana uznos, so that's why he can be oivid in the Beis Amigdash. Over here we have a case of znos and it says, when the Mishnah says baal, a husband, doesn't mean a husband, it means the bayal, the, the, the guy that was noyev. Uktani sefer, and continue. What does the Mishnah say? 
It says, Mephurish in the Mishnah, he could do Avoid in the Beis Amigdash. He goes to both Mishmaris. There's 24 groups of Kayanim. His The guy on the right is from Mishmar number one. The guy on the left is from Mishmar number 10. He goes to both Mishmaris in the Beis Amigdash. But he can't do Avoid according to Shmuel because we don't know who his father is. It's Biznos. Okay, you want to tell me that when it was through Yibam, it's not Znos. But over here, the only way to explain the mission is through Znos. How else do you have Kain on the right that's alive without divorcing his wife, the five downer? The only way that he could be alive and died after Shimon, the Suffolk, was born is if he didn't divorce his wife because he didn't have to divorce her because it was just Znos. Yet the mission says he, that kid could work in the base of Mikdash. Shmuel. Shmuel says he can't work in the base of Mikdash. I have another idea. The way she got out of being a divorcee is because she had a child when she was a kid. And she went, after she had a child, she went to the Bezdin and she said, I don't want to be married to this guy. Who married her off? Her mother, her brother married her off. It's only the Rabbanan. She has the right to back out of the, out of the marriage without getting a divorce. So here, so the kid is not a chal. Says the Gemara, but it's impossible. Now we go through a little bit of a sugya. It's impossible for a child to have a kid, according to the Gemara. Menes mikoyalda she can't have a child. But Tony Rabbi became the Rav Nachman. Shalish nashim shamshis b'moich. Three women are permitted to use contraceptive like a sponge, and not be over on the iser of ashchosa zerel vatala. B'moich, b'moich. Ktana muberes uminiko. We had the sugya already. These three have a sakana, sakana snafashis, they're allowed to use it. Ketana, Shemit, Saber, Vitamos. So over here, it seems like the Lashen, if the minor gets pregnant below the age of 12, the she will die. So maybe she's allowed to use a maich. Muberes, Shemot, Tase, Ubar, a pregnant woman, she doesn't want to ruin the pregnancy through Tashmish, Miniko, Shemot, because another, pre- the Gemara understands it could be a second pregnancy that will ruin the first, Menika, a nursing mother, will ruin her milk, in those days, no formula, no, if you can't nurse, the kid could die. Akopanim, you see, we're talking about 11 year old, till 12, less than 11 years old, it's not a problem, because anyway, she won't get pregnant, more than 12 years old, it's not a problem, she'll live, no, I heard this passing many times in yeshiva, a lot of guys would smoke, and they'd say, oh, no. Like if you do something wrong against medical advice, or whatever, you don't say, but okay, you're doing something that's within the realm of halacha, you say, so that's not a good answer. You can't say the that she had this suffolk kid, and then she did mion, before she was 12 years old. In other she got pregnant close to 11. That can't be. So therefore, the Gemara says, that what happened was, the coin on the right married her. On condition that on August, when's the seam? On July 7th, she's going to do 25 jumping jacks and finish Masech Tzivamas. And it didn't happen. So the 20-year marriage that they had is bottle. She has 20 kids, 20 years of marriage. It's as if she was never married to that guy because the tonight wasn't Mequim. And then Mela, she doesn't need a get. She's not married to the guy on the right. There's a, there's a condition. I'm marrying on condition. Do X, Y, Z. She didn't do it. She, 
She thought the guy's a Kayan, but it turns out he's the guy from that shul that the Rav told him, you're not a Kayan. And he said, you're not a Rav. That, so Mela, it's not a Kedushan. Yeah, it's one of those nine. So, by the way, by Saita means that if she wasn't forced, then she's a Saita. He brings her to the base Hamidash, he gives her to drink, she explodes. But it was not forced, then she's mother to her husband. She was violated. If a woman's violated, then she's allowed to be with her husband. If she did it willfully, she wasn't forced, then it's not. You have another woman. That even though it was willfully, she's muttered to her husband. If you make a condition, then retroactively it's not a condition. Even if she's carrying her, her son on her shoulder, this doesn't mean mion in the, in the way we understand mion, we discuss mion. This just means she picks herself up and leaves him, goes to another guy. So going back to yesterday's riddle, Hillel, this is the answer. I don't know if it's a good answer. But it's something to, to make your scratch your head a little bit. The question was, how do you have a woman who is married and from from birth, and she had she she went with another man willfully? She's mutter to her husband. The answer is this Gemara. Oh, that's the only problem with the riddle. Very good. Yeah. Saying that, but but in terms of the way we look at it, here's a woman. She had a chuppah. She had a kid. She had a nice wedding with a photographer. She lived with this guy for ten years. They have children. They go to cheder. They're in yeshiva, and then it turns out that she's not even married to her husband. And if she wants, she can marry him. She can marry somebody else. It's just something interesting to think about. Fine. Now we're holding where we need to hold, and we have twenty minutes. Gival. Daf Kufalif. What's so unbelievable about this daf is that it's a hundred daf into Yavamas. I think everybody should really be proud of themselves that they're still going at Yavamas. Probably the toughest Masechta that we had so far. It wasn't that tough. It was okay. But what's very significant, I'm surprised David Feinberg didn't tell me this. Today, I believe, is the third of Shas. We finished a third of Shas. Yeah? It's not today, says David. He gave me a thumbs down. Okay. <laughs> I read it in the Aram Merkaz. This is Mufurish Aram Merkaz. I read wrong? You're not holding. <laughs> I'm not holding. It's not a, okay, whatever. You were wrong yesterday, so maybe you're wrong today also. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that little break you took in Tazvenia, your math, everything is going fighting over here. Okay. Says the Gemara. So we had over here this case, the two Koyhanim on the screen. And it's very embarrassing. You know why it's embarrassing? Because yesterday, uh, Noam was arguing with me, but not arguing, brought it up. And it's just the Ahmed later, and I didn't even know it. I have a, I have a block. I, I need to, if somebody has a good AIDS, I need to be able to go ahead. And especially if I want to go to America and have normal stream, I need to be at least a daf or two ahead. I don't do that. I have a psychological block. If it's two lines, I only do that day's daf. I can't even look at the next day's daf. Fine. So here it is. That whole we discussed yesterday. I also don't go backwards. Like the daft that I learned, that's it. The daft that I learned yesterday, I have no idea what's going on. So I can't, I, that's another problem. What happens if the Suffolk guy goes to his two Suffolk fathers? He doesn't know who his father is. If you hit your father, you cause him a bruise, whatever, you chayv misa. So he goes to each one, gives him a whack over the head, goes to the next one, I want to be, I want to get misa. So he goes to this guy, gives him a whack, that guy. And each time the Adam say, 
If this is your father, Yechai Misa. If this is your father, Yechai Misa. What's Allah? So that's called Asra Safik. Well, this is Machloik, it's about Asra Safik. I, I have to be able to tell, they don't have to be able to tell this guy, if you do this, you 100% will get the death penalty. They can't tell him that. So is that Asra Safik or not? Could they say, if you hit Ruvain, you will get the death penalty? That's not true. Maybe it's only if you hit Shimon. And, if they, and they can't say, well, if you hit both of them, one after another, you'll get the death penalty. Because each time that he hit, he didn't have a real Asra. So that's Machloik. He goes, Zev, Chazav, Cursed them both. Oh, so here he did it in one shot. Yes, yes, last night I called up Yoshi. I left him a message. I said, it would be cool if I had a picture because I looked for something. I couldn't find anything. He had a picture of the kid whacking the two fathers in the head. So he got me this. Mamish, within like close to midnight, he sent this to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's no, it has to it's Rashi says over here, it's literally Bivasachas. It has to be once one long stick, says Rashi. It's interesting because in Khulan he says it's both of his hands, he like whacks him like this, and in Makis he says, um, it's Dibor, he says. Dibor. It's interesting. Three different but over here, okay. It, that's an MDY uh cartoon because you can see it's the it's the guys from MDY. Uh, it's, uh, it's, what's his name? Is he here? He's not even here. That's why he's so quiet. You know, whacking that. Okay. So, what? That's Tom. Nobody. It look. Groomberg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you user. Yeah, you're right. Very Groomberg. Okay. Um, so the, the Tanakama holds the Hasra Safik Yechayev, even if it's a, it's an unknown. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, Asra Safik is no good. You have to know exactly who you're warning the guy about, what Avera he's doing, and therefore one after another, you're not Chayev, but together you are Chayev. Why? Rebuda says, even if it's together in one shot, like in the picture, you're potter. Says the Gemara, you're right, he said it. But there's another time that says Rebuda didn't say it. So we have a machlegs, what Rebuda actually said. Okay, my time is the man the potter. Look, Misvara, logic says that if, like this picture, the guy waxed them both in the same second, that is a good hasra. Because the Edom, all they have to say is, if you take a swing with that bat, you are Chayev Misa. He took a swing with the bat, he hit two people in the same millisecond, he's Chayev. No. In the, if I tell you, no, if I drop a bomb, if I drop a bomb on a building and I say, if you drop the bomb in the building, you're Chayev Misa because there's one Jew in there. You're Chayev or not Chayev? Over here also. Over here also. Misvara, it works. However, because there's a Pasuk, because there's a Pasuk, that's why you're potter. It has to be a puzzle. Here. It says in one puzzle, obviously means over here a curse. We don't want to say that a person cursed like a shbarhu, so we use a, the opposite lashon, bracha. But it says, all over, I just want to point this out, all over Shas, when it says the word lamala, it means before. Like on top of the page is lamala, on the bottom of the page is lamata. Before is lamala. So when the Gemara says lamala, usually means a parsha before, a pasuk before. 
Over here, Rashi points out that Lamala means the opposite. Lamala means Lamata. Why? Because over here we're talking about a Kajbaruchu. Hakajbaruchu is upstairs. He's Lamala. We're, we're changing the wording a little bit. Okay. So the meaning of the word Lamala. It says in the Pasuk above, in this case, the above means Hashem, but by a father who's down below on the ground, he lives on the ground, which he, in the Pasuk, he's Lamala. That's why I put Lamala. Mekala Lavavimo, it says the word Mekala, and it says by Yakush Baruchu, Ki Kala. Everybody knows who's everybody knows who Hakadosh Baruch Hu is, and he doesn't need another partner. You just say, if he wants to curse, he wants to give a brach to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, he gives it to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. No, he doesn't have a partner. There can't be anybody together with the father. It's a pasuk. So if you hit the father together with another person, then it's not like similar to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You, you ruin the that that uh, that hekish. and we have the same. The pasuk talks about a klala, and we could take that idea also to. To Hakot, to hitting a father, which is in another positive, they both brought together. It says that if we don't know who the father is, he's either this Kayan or this Kayan, he can work in the Beis HaMikdash. If he doesn't get his portion of meat, why should he go to the Beis HaMikdash? Ask the Gemara, Lama What do you mean, why? Is there anybody in this room that wouldn't die to work in the Beis HaMikdash for one day? For free. Everybody would wish to be in the Beis HaMikdash. Homar. He wants to do a mitzvah. Forget about it. He doesn't want to get paid. He wants to do the mitzvah. He wants to work for HaKadosh That's why. It seems like he must work in the Beis HaMikdash. And for that, the Gemara says, but why? Why must he work in the Beis HaMikdash? I'll tell you why. The two families are embarrassed from this guy. They don't want a no good nick in their family, well, yeah, some, something happened, a weird thing happened, they don't know the father, they don't want it. So Mela, we say, go ahead, work. If he's one of two Mishmaris, if he, he could be from Mishmar number one or Mishmar number 10, each one says, get out of here. As the Gemara, the same thing happens, Mishmar Achanami, what day is he working? On a Monday? The Monday guys, the Monday family, will tell him, go to Sunday family. Because the way the Mishmar works, we divide the Mishmar into six groups. Six families. There's a base of. Sunday is one family. Monday is another family. On Shabbos, all the families get together and work. But when he comes on Sunday, the family will say on Sunday, say, get out of here. We don't want you here. Says That's why we have to amend it and say... It has to be from the same family. He came on Sunday and nobody could tell him to go home because he's part of that family. We don't know who his father is, but he's from that family. In that case, he only gets one portion. Very, very easy stuff. stuff. We're talking about the mitzvah of chalitza in all its details. I had the privilege of learning this morning Simon Kuf Samach Tes. It's huge. The amount of details can't even imagine. You think she takes off the shoe and she spits, and the unbelievable amount of detail. I'll tell you, give you a few examples. Um, you can't do it at night. You have to. That's what we're going to learn today. You have to. The dayanim have to say we're going to do chalitza in this room tomorrow. 
can't just show up to a room and do it. It has to be, he has to own the shoe. The ritzuas, better that they should be white. It, unlike this, unfortunately, this one is probably not the most kosher one. Yaakov Yosef Ayal made this. It's unbelievable. This thing costs like $2,000 if you want to buy it in the store, if you want to order it. It's a little flimsy for what the Gemara is talking about. It has to be a little bit tougher. It cannot have a tongue like a shoe. Um, it has to fit his foot pretty well. This one fits my foot. This is a size 14, as I mentioned. It shouldn't be too small, too big. And she takes it off with her right hand. You have to see the spit. All these things. She has to fast the day of the, of the, of the chalitza so that the spit comes naturally. It doesn't come from some sort of food that she ate or whatever. You have to see. Okay, dolza. So let's get into it. The official Mishnah sponsored by their own Kornluth, Zich Nishmas, my dad, Uri Bematisio, and Shomashan Avanalio, and Turuchnis and Gashmis of my kids, Amen. Mrs. Chalitza Beshlesha Dayanim. Huh? That I didn't see. I didn't see that. There's a mitzvah that there should be a lot of people watching. As the Mishnah says over here, Mrs. Chalitza Beshlesha Dayanim, we're going to see that we paskin, really, it should be five for the idea of notifying people that she's a chalutza, that she shouldn't get married to a kayan, that she should be, she's in shiduchim, she's ready. They don't have to be big tamid chachamim that go back and had smicha generation to generation. Three laymen. Minal, minal is something like this, that it's soft. And, and from now on, when we say the word minal, it doesn't mean our shoe like we have today, it means a soft leather. It's It's okay. It's better to have a sandal, which the Mishnah brings up in a second, which is tougher leather, which is cooked leather. Banpilia. This is Ampilia, a boysai. I'm not, this is an Ampilia. So if he's wearing one of these, new invention, a sock. By the way, another thing, by Chalitza, the guy goes into the bathroom, he takes a shower, he washes his foot really, really well wraps it in a towel, comes out so that there's zero, no chatzitza, nothing, because his, his skin must be touching the inside of this. The inside can't have any, any uh, um, cloth or anything, no lining. It has to be to the leather. So the very market. Okay. Uh, okay, if kosher. Bampilia, I said, chalitza sapsula. If you do a sack, no good. Some like a, yeah. If it's a harder leather, the cooked leather that has a sole, kosher. If it doesn't have protection, okay, is a sole, has protection on the bottom, the shoe has to protect him, especially by the heel, where the person's heel is, that's like, it seems like that's the main part, then the chalitz is possible. A person was amputated. But he has a little bit of his knee, chalitza kshera. Then it's a good chalitza. Minarkuva lumala. Let's say, Rechman uh, Atzlan, I've seen people on, on, on uh, terrorist attacks, they, they had a, or from the war, amputate or disease, whatever it is, amputate the legs. Then he cannot perform chalitza. So guess what? This woman could be stuck for the rest of her life. If, if he doesn't have two legs and it's above the knee, and you can't do chalitza, then you have to do yibum. If you can't do yibum for whatever reason, she's stuck. Chalitza psula. Chalitza besandal she'in shaloi. If the shoe is not his, or besandal shel eitz, or it's a wooden shoe, the Gemara is going to say, I think that it's 
that's actually covered with some uh, leather or something. Or he wore a left shoe. He put the left shoe on his right foot. After the fact, it's an okay thing. It's very big on him. He's a size 10 and he's wearing a size 14. He's too small. Then, it's a good chalitza. Says the Gemara. Since we say that you could use three laymen, so then why does it say you need three people that are dayanim? They need to read. As the Pasuk says over here, Vamra in Pasuk Zayin. Mein Yivami Lachim Lachiv Shem V'Yisrael Le'ova Yavmi. Yeah, Gershon. Pasuk Ches, Vamar. And he says, he doesn't say the green part, Lo'y Chafatzi L'Kachti, he says the blue part. And then she says, V'Ansa V'Amra, K'achi Yasa L'Ezha Shaliyah. Tyson says a beautiful thing. Why is it from all the things they need to know how to read? They need to know Allahas. There's a million and one Allahas. Says Tyson is amazing. If you don't know how to read, so you don't know what you did wrong. So you can't, you can't repeat to the, to the, to the Dalim later, I said, uh, you can't say it, you don't know what you said. You could say, I didn't see the spit, is that okay? Uh, he, he put on his left shoe on the right foot, is that okay? But you don't know how to read, you don't know how to read, so how are you going to repeat that? There's no tape recorder, there's no video. So maybe you have to know how to read. It's very important. Weiter. Um, yeah, there's a lot of jokes, a lot of stuff, but we'll go back there. Tanil Allah, the Torah Rabbana. Mrs. Chalitza B'Shleish Yedim L'Hakreis Kein Dayanim. They have to know how to read like a Dayan. Like a Tamad Chacha. Rebbe Loi Merbe Chamisha. Rebbe Loi says, you need five people. The Gemara is going to take it back. Even if you agrees, three is enough. My time is the Tanakama. Simple learning, simple imudim. The sign is Kainim. Kainim is plural, means two Shnaim. Vein Bezden Shakal. But you can never have a Bezden that's equal. You need a, a tiebreaker. So I almost made the mistake. I had here when I wrote it. First, I saw Pasuk Chesentes. I saw it says the word Skenim. Rashi points out it's not the second Skenim all the way in the bottom, the last word on this thing, because that is referring to the Zikne before. But the Skenim and Pasuk Zayin, that's extra. It says plural, plural, that's four, not six. Four. And then Mela. You need a tiebreaker. That's review the sheet. You need five. He takes that back later on. What does Tanakama do with the word zikne? They only hold this two plus one, not four plus one. So what do they do with the word zikne? Even three laymen. But review the learns from zikne that you need five people. What does he do with the word zikne? How does he know that you need that is also good? Listen to this chap. It says that you have to see. But a Bezdin, if you're a real Bezdin, you have to see anyways, because you can't be a Dayan and be blind. So Mamela, you see from here, they can be a layman. If the Torah says you have to see, it's talking to a layman, layman has to see. Because there's a general rule that every Dayan has to be able to see. Says the Gemara, um, since the Torah comes to tell you specifically that you can't be blind, if you need real professionals, that I learned from somewhere else. Since they're very clean, they don't have any blemishes at all. It's referring to the Sanhedrin. 
Sponsored by Moshe Horn in honor of Hill Zen. Sponsored in honor of Eli. Yeah. Umuma. Vidach. Ahu leine my ovid lay. So what does he, what, what does Anakama do with it? Now, to say that, again, to say that they can't be blind, he doesn't need that, because every Bezdin can't be blind. And we're talking about Mominus over here, we're talking about Chalitza, Ksuba, no Ksuba, so they can't be blind. The Bezdin must see, I heard a story about a Yavama who was like 90 years old, and we said many Yavamas are very old. Because they get married later on in life to the to the old brother of their husband, they have. Or so they, I'm saying their husband dies, no child, like, like, like a second marriage or something, and then the husband dies at 90. She falls to Yivam to her 92 year old brother-in-law. So here's a woman trying to spit. She's 90 years old. She doesn't have spit. Nothing comes out. And the guy says, "Do it again, <laughs> again." No, I need to see the spit. Says over here, <laughs> they have to see it fly through the air. Because nothing will come the Yivama. But, so what is he really doing? He needs Le'ene to say that they need to see the spit. Okay. So how does he know that you could use layman? Any layman, any person from Klai Yisrael, doesn't have to be a Dain. It says in the Pasuk, Lock him, lock of shame, be Yisrael. It says, It's very interesting, because we're going to see later, he's a Ger. He himself is saying this drasha, be Yisrael, bebezen she Yisrael, v'le bebezen she gerim. Unbelievable halacha. A ger cannot be part of, even though he's a 100% Jew, he cannot be part of the chalitza bezden. I'm going to see later, some I actually say he can't even be part of the extra people that are there to be mefarsim. V'edach b'Yisrael achirinikziv, it says over here in the Pasuk, v'edach shumay be Yisrael in Pasuk Yod, there's another Yisrael. V'edach mebay, so what does he do with the, the first one, what does he do with the second Yisrael? Yeah, mishpach is gerim. Yeah, yeah, mishpach is gerim. It's even worse. Even, even, even worse. Even if the parents are. We were once sitting there in front of the Tarvan, and there was a case of chalitza. You have to answer three times. I forgot where I saw it in the chinuch, maybe three times. One because he's um, uh, a menuda. One, because he didn't do Ratz and Hashem, he should have really done Yibam instead of the dead. And one, because... I don't remember anymore. Oh, no, he's like an oval from Avelos. I forgot where I saw it. Something like the Chinuch or something. He says it three times. He, re- he screams out. Now the Gemara says. But Yorol Cheshmi, Vekaru means plural too. Shnai. Vidabru Shnai. So it's two plus two is four. Now, if you hold it, you need three. We already said before you need three. So four plus three is seven. If you hold it, you need five. Four plus five is nine. Hachanam el-Rabbi Arikantisha. Shiva. Says Gemara, no. We don't learn from these words, Vikaru and Dibru. People, we learn from there something else. I'm going to buy like the Sanya. Vikaru loy Another amazing Allah about Chalitza. You can't, the whole Torah, I can tell somebody, go do this for me, go do this mitzvah, and it's as if I did it. Not when it comes to chalitza. You yourself have to go knock on the guy's door and say, come do chalitza. They talk to him, and they explain to him. If he's young, and she's old. Don't marry 
the youngster. Why do you need to marry an older person? You're not going to get along, you're going to have fights. They found out, Rabbi Isai, I just, I just heard about this. They say that uh, the, our cousins, the Shiads, they get 72 psulois when they go. They realize it's a Tau cipher. That's not what it says. It says a 72-year-old psulo. So they tell, what are you doing? What are you doing with the skeina? It, it causes fights. We want to prevent fighting. We have to remember this, Rav Nachman. I don't know for today, but at least for tomorrow. Rav Chalitza is done with three and not how many? Five. If you look at the Mishnah, it doesn't even mention five. It says, Mitzvah's Chalitza, the first words in the Mishnah, the Beric, Mitzvah's Chalitza Bishloisha. So the Tana was Soisam. It's an anonymous Tana. We go by the anonymous Tana. So wait a minute. According to your logic, so when a girl who's less than 12 years old, her, parent, her mother married her and she has to go to, uh, to Bezin or whatever to, to do Mion, it should also be three. So take a look at this chart just for a second. Our Mishnah says, step one, it says, Mrs. Chalitza B'Shleisha. So we have one Chalitza, anonymous. Then it says in, in this Mishnah, So we have one Mishnah, in green, that says Mion is Shlesha, but it also says Chalitza. So that's the second time that it says Chalitza is with three. And if you're going to say that Mion has to be done with three, that's not true. That's not true. You need three according to Bishamah and Bishil. But Allah is not like Bishamah and not like Bishil. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Machshir, Bishnayim. Oh, yeah. Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yosi, Machshim, Mishnayim. All you need is two. You need Edim. So you see that the Allah is not like that number two on that list. It's not that you need Shloisha. Shnayim is enough. So, but according to you, that's a Stam Mishnah. It should be Shloisha. Here. Now, you see. Rava in the beginning brought Rav Nachman and that the Allah of Chalitza is three. And here, Rav Nachman himself says, Halacha Gaisa Zug. All you need is two by Mion. So we have a contradiction with Rav Nachman himself. If it's based on the Stam Mishnah, so then Stam Mishnah, you should do Mion with three, not with two. Why does he say Mion is only two? Says the Gemara, perhaps, Hasam Chatzdama, Valchat Treistame. That's why I put it over here, just to, so we held cup. There's two times that says Chalitz, you need three, so it's two against one. Says the Gemara, Hasam Nami Treistame, you know, it says twice that you need to do Mion with three. This Nan, Mian Ashachot, Sebefanov, Yisoenov, Neshu Bebezdin. It's talking about that if a person sees a woman that made a nether, she made a vow, he can't marry her if he tells her husband, oh, she's ushered to you. Because he has a little trick up his sleeve. He tells the husband that her vow can't be undone, and then he's going to go marry her. But if a woman comes to him and does uh, mion, he could marry her. Okay. Why? Because there's other people there. You have to have three. Why? You said, I'm an issue bebezin. So it says, mefurish, three. So now that's on the third thing on the list. It's the, it's the second time it says Mion needs three, and the third time that it says Chalitza needs three. Says Gemara, it's three against two. Says Gemara, but that makes no sense. If it's a, an anonymous Mishnah, why does it matter how many times you found it in, in a Mishnah anonymously? You're right. Finally, we'll just finish over here. Ella. Uh, let's, let's finish these lines. Because Rabbi Yudah took it back. Here, it's 
I found this in this week's parasha, but it's not the same thing. This is Parhelam Dover. Our parasha talks about when Bezim made a mistake with Avid Zara. Over here, if Klai Yisrael made a mistake, they bring a cow and you have to lean on the cow. Vegla Arufa is this right over here. If you found a dead body and you don't know which city it comes from, you measure the closest city, they knock off the, the cow's head. It has to be Bishlaisha. You need five. Listen to this. Rabbi Yehuda, who says by us you need five by Chalitza, over there he says you need five by Egla Rufa, and then a second later he says, Ha and he doesn't argue. Because Rabbi Yehuda, the only one that says you need five by Chalitza, took it back. That's why our Mishnah, Paskins, you need three, and that's the Allah, you need three by Chalitza. Have a wonderful day.